Welcome back to Meet at the Quarterback, a Minnesota Vikings podcast. My name is Harrison. I'm Hayes. And once again, Bubblicious Scrubadicious is tardy, late. Yep. We'll see if he shows up. I believe, Hayes, I, I sent a text today with, with the schedule yes. for the next uh, next couple weeks here. He's still not. not yeah. I thought we were past the stage where I'd have to give like a, you know, 10 Two minute, minute notice up or something. Yeah. No. It's all right. He'll get here when he gets here. Um, Hayes and I have a podcast to record here. It is the yep. pregame Vikings Broncos prime time Sunday night football battle of two teams about a month ago that were not looking at the playoffs at all are now on some win streaks. Mm-hmm. Denver has now won three straight. We have won five straight. Um Maybe this is a little biased, but I just I don't think Denver's that good. I don't necessarily would even consider Denver as a playoff team, but yet they're no. being listed and considered as such because they are now they've won three straight and they're just a game under five hundred. Yeah, no, I, I I I think you know they played the Chiefs really well, and I'd say that's the only game this season that they've played well. They should have lost lost to the Bears. The Bears blew I think a twenty eight point lead in that game. Oofed. They should oh, that, I remember that was like one of the early games of the year. Yep. Right. Um, and then the other win came against Green Bay. Green Bay kind of just handed them that win. It was like a two point win or something. Um, and then last week against the Bills, they they should have lost that game. They needed a pass interference and a twelve man in the huddle and three Josh Allen turnovers. So, no, yeah, I, I don't think they're as good as everyone's claiming they are. And the fact they're favored is ridiculous. Uh, yeah, see, I never look specifically at like who's favored and what are the what's the swing or anything. Um, so, yeah, that is kind of annoying because, like what you just said, they kind of you know got by on a couple calls that went their way against Buffalo last week. Um, I did look up Chicago was up twenty one to. I'm sorry, 28 to seven with four minutes left in the third quarter. And the mm-hmm. Broncos ended up winning that game. So, um, but, oh no, the other thing I was looking at, the, the Broncos currently have the worst ranked defense in the entire NFL. Yeah. And I even took out, you know, the 70 point monstrous uh, performance that they had against the Dolphins, and they still would be one of the worst defenses. I think it, they'd be ranked like 31st out of 32 in both yards and points. So, um, yeah, they're, they're, you know, they're obviously again, they're three game win streak. They look much better, but I, I agree with you. I just don't, this is probably one of the more confident games we've had. <laughs> Or at least we we I have felt going yeah. into going into a matchup. You know, last week the Saints. You know, you just never know with New Orleans. No, the week no. before was your first uh, game without Kirk Cousins against you know a Falcons team that that was fighting for a division or is fighting for a division. Um, and then the week before that you played the 49ers. <laughs> and the week before that you played the Chiefs. Yeah. So it's like this for once. I'm like, okay, the Broncos. They don't look great, and, you know, we continue to win. Now, of course, this will be the game where we just, you know, embarrass ourselves on primetime, but probably I'm hoping not. I'm staying optimistic. Yeah, our other primetime game, we played 
I guess no, we lost to the Eagles in week two. Mm-hmm. This will be our third primetime game. Yeah. All right. We got another next week. That's right. So we'll have wow. Okay. I'm guessing they were not thinking it'd be a Josh Dobbs, or I know they would no one was preparing a Josh Dobbs, Russell Wilson, or what will be. I guess it'll probably be a Josh Dobbs, Justin Fields, uh yep. two weeks from now. So all right, let's get into some nitty gritty here. Um, how, how do we win this game? How do we beat the Broncos? I think controlling time possession is going to be big. Um, the Broncos specifically since earlier, those last two wins against the chiefs and the bills have controlled time of possession, uh, plus eight against the chiefs. And then they were plus 15 last week against the bills. Holy cow. So they have this type of offense that is disgusting to watch but somehow they just find ways to just head down the field on 11 play 60 yard drives where they're picking up third downs, all this type of stuff. I think they were well over 40% last week on third down. So um, yeah, I think controlling time possession is going to be really, really big. But it's, it's not even like they're, they're not even scoring points. Are they like, they're not really, no, they had the ball for like 36 minutes last week and put up 24 points. They had the ball for, 33 minutes against the chiefs and put up 19 points or something like that. So, huh? Um, no, they're by no means scoring a lot of points. So um, are they Russell just Wilson moving downfield? Are they just moving downfield and settling for field goals? Cause I also saw they're not really turning the ball over much. Um, no, they're not. That That's the big thing as well. Send on this three game win streak, they're plus eight in the turnover uh, differential. So I think that's another big thing that's going to be, that's going to be needed to watch the Vikings, both these teams turnovers are big for, for any team, but for these yeah. teams, it's really big because it's what's decided wins and losses for them. We saw it in the beginning of the year when the Vikings are turning the ball over at a high rate, they're losing close games. Yep. They've figured it out. Now they're not turning the ball over as much. They're winning the turnover battle. They're winning games. That's the same with the Broncos. So I honestly think whoever wins the turnover margin, Ooh, okay. going to win the game. That's good. That's a, that's a, a, that's a good prediction or a a good take right there. Um, I would agree with all those things. If you do those things, you know, you'll be successful. Um, I think if, if you, you know, take advantage of this terrible defense, I think, um, you know, I mentioned it earlier. They're one of the worst ranked both in points allowed and yards allowed, um, Ironically enough, they're one of the worst rushing defenses in the NFL. Granted, you know, we're one of the worst rushing offenses in the NFL. So I will be curious sort of what uh, what game plan KOC cooks up uh, just mm-hmm. because, you know, you have Madison who is battling concussion protocol. It sounds like he'll be good to go come um, Sunday night, but, you know, we saw finally the most of Ty Chandler we've seen in his short NFL career. So um, I guess uh, I'm yammering here, but take advantage of this terrible defense. You score mm-hmm. 25 plus points. I think that's enough to win. Yeah, I think so. And, and it's sort of a, a common narrative that we've said for the last few weeks, because this defense continues to be very good. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think, you know, you can put, the ball in the end zone three times Greg can nail one, ideally two additional field goals and boom. I think that's enough for uh, uh, a win. Oh yeah. I think so too. 
I mean, this Broncos offense, again, they put up 31 against the Bears, yep. uh, which, again, we were unable to do, but they're still the Bears. Yeah. Um, other than that, 20, 20, 19, mm-hmm. 24, 24, like very uh, – they're not they're, – they're not putting up a lot of points. No, and they're they're giving up a lot of points to some bad offenses too. 35 to the Commanders, 70 obviously to the Dolphins, 31 to the or 28 to the Bears, 31 to the Jets. Yeah, yes. 31 to the Jets is, is disgusting. It's insane. They the Jets haven't scored an offensive touchdown in weeks. So no, that was ridiculous. Welcome, Bubblicious Scrub Edition. Sorry, 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 sorry. It's all right. We just reamed you at the beginning, so uh, don't worry about it. That's fine. We're I just saying what you do. We're just saying uh, we're talking about what needs to happen in order to beat this, you know, three-game win streak Denver Broncos team. Hayes mentioned. Well, actually, let's hear hear what you say and see if it echoes anything we talked about. Yes, of course. Um, I'm sure Hayes made some great points. But Denver is not good, um, and the teams they've beat was a was okay. The Packers terrible, um, flew game Patrick Mahomes, so not a real win, and the worst offense in the league. Um, so if you're a Denver Bronco fan and you have hope for this game, uh, I would just say get rid of that hope. Um, wow. Their defense has looked better in the last couple of weeks, I will say, mm-hmm. um, but their run defense is still terrible. So. Ty Chandler will have a 200 probably plus yard game on the ground. Um, Where's Cole when you need him? This would be Cole's, uh, what was it, 250 plus rushing yard prediction game against, you know, I think Denver is ranked last in rushing yards allowed. They're definitely at the bottom. They are, let's see here. Oh, I guess, oh, that's offense. Whoops. They are... Yes, dead last. They're averaging, giving up 158 rushing yards per game. Yeah. We, our defense, our our run game is, you know, pretty decent. 98 rushing yards a game. So it's 60 fewer rushing yards per game is our defense to their defense. Which, honestly, that transitions nicely into, you know, it's similar. How do you win? What do you hope to see uh, from this game? But uh, kind of what I said is... You know, from a defensive standpoint, I think if you can hold Russell, uh, yeah, Wilson under to 200 passing yards and you can hold their starting running back, most likely um, Williams to under 50 rushing yards, that I think will be, you know, that they, they really have not put up a lot of offensive production this season. Wilson has only thrown for over 200 yards twice all year. So these aren't like big asks, but I think they're enough to, you know, you hold their starting quarterback to under 200 and their starting running back to under 50. I, I don't see them putting up more than 20 points. And kind of what I mentioned earlier, you score more than 25 points, you got yourself a dub, six straight. Yeah, and I think that's also uh, goes with how their wide receivers and their receivers in general are just not that good. Um, so what I want to see is pressure. If you get Russell Wilson under pressure, especially against this Flores defense. He doesn't have the mobility or the elusiveness he had at the beginning of his career to work around that. So I think if you're sending pressure, if you're doing the looks where it looks like you might send six, you drop 
Uh, you end up sending three. It'll confuse Russell Wilson. He doesn't have the legs like he used to to get out of that. And they don't have the receivers to, uh, I think, even go one-on-one versus the Vikings D-back. So I think send pressure and you'll be successful. Yeah. Pretty much, let's just keep doing what we've been doing. Yeah. You no, know, the defense in Flores looks unstoppable at, at times. Um, and yeah, I don't I don't think Denver has the has enough talent to, you know, make up for the the aggressive defensive play calling that Flores throws out there. So Andrew, what else? What 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 are other what do you, what are things you hope to see from this game, or other ways that other things that we have to do in order to win? I feel like yeah, just obviously their offense really is not that good. They average like twenty one points a game, which isn't great. And like Hayes said, Russell Wilson does not have it like he used to. And that's interesting about the passing yards. That's way less than I thought like that he would have been. Same. I, I looked it up right beforehand and, you know, it's super easy to just see sort of their, their leaders. Um, and yeah, they're, it was, it was way Leading receiver has less receiving yards than Justin Jefferson and Justin Jefferson has missed the last <laughs> five games by a hundred yards. The Vikings have three guys who have more receiving yards than their leading receiver court and sudden they're, one of their top three receivers was the backup running back in Cincinnati last year. That's insane. They have no one outside of Cortland Sutton and he's putting up career lows. So if the defense plays the way it has all season long, this should be a blowout. Their defense also isn't good. Like they've had a couple of good games, but they also gave up 70 points to the Miami Dolphins, which is just disgusting. Um, so I think as long as, yeah, offensively we play it, you know, as well as we did last week or even the week before, we should be able to win. Um, I feel like the loss of Jordan Hicks will be a lot bigger than most people think just because he was like, I feel like the heart of the defense this year at least because, I mean, he played every game, played most snaps, and was playing well for like how much we hated him last year. Do you think we'll see any uh, Anthony Barr right away? Probably. You I think feel so? like he will. Yeah. I just didn't know. I mean, he, again, he, he has not been on a NFL team all year. I mean, I'm assuming he's working out slightly, but is a week enough time to throw a guy, I guess. I don't know. I was going to guess no, but you seem rather confident that we'll see him on Sunday. I don't, I don't think they, uh, I don't think so. They just seem so thin at linebacker. Like Ivan Pace barely plays like he was more, I guess he played a lot last week. And I mean, and they have, said, yeah, they said he's kind of going to be the guy making the calls on defense on Sunday. He'll Troy die out there more. Ugh. He played, I think, seventeen snaps or something last week. And who knows what happened to Asamoa? Yeah, yeah. Is he banged up or what? Is, what is? The I think issue? he's hurt. Yeah. Okay. He was the guy that we all thought was going to be like <laughs> the focal our, point of our lining ba- our linebacker number one. And he's not even close. One guy who I want to shout out who has honestly just been so impressive this year is Josh Metellus. That dude, like, he's one of the most pressured safeties in the NFL um, and, like, successfully bringing pressure. Um, and, yeah, he he's a, a fifth or sixth round pick. That is, you know, just kind of, you know, he's not making any flashy plays by getting sacks or getting picks, but um, 
I think it it is like getting to the quarterback quickly. He seems to be mm-hmm. everywhere. Um, he's just kind of like a, a fun guy to watch, and I think he you know adds a lot to the defense without seeing it like with 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 great statistic numbers. If that makes sense, mm-hmm. it's fun to to see some of the yeah the guys who aren't high draft picks kind of just work their way up and, or be pleasant surprises. You know, we never really talked about Josh Metellus and now, you know, he definitely yeah. is probably one of the the better defensive guys on this team. Oh, he is a hundred percent. Yeah. Cause he plays yeah. like safety and linebacker. Yeah. Okie dokie. Okie dokie. What are, what are some fears we have coming up on Sunday night? My concern would just be again, just Josh Dobbs has been great, but historically has not these last two games. Yes. He's been very good, but we saw how bad they were in the second half. You hope that doesn't carry on over into this game against a team that's high on a couple of good wins. Um, And you hope the turnovers aren't an issue. I said earlier, I think whoever wins the turnover battle is going to win the game. So if you can control the ball and control the time of possession, you'll win handily. So I just, I just hope that can happen. And, as much as we all hate Sean Payton, he has a career at being really good defensively. So, and they've been the best defense since early no uh, early October. Yeah, man, I, I freaking hate Sean Payton so much. So I I hope we really just destroy him on right in front of everyone. His stupid little smug face, makeup wearing. Um, look at that makeup. It looks like he wears makeup and like uh self tans or actually it looks like spray tan he just i just hate him i hate every piece of of him um hayes i have similar fears you know we see second half dobbs for all 60 minutes um so far this team seems to struggle against the bad defenses so like the panthers and bears are both pretty bad defenses and you know we didn't put up 20 points for, against either team um but yet we put up a lot of points against good defenses like the saints and the Falcons. So my fear is that that trend continues and we're unable to uh, move the ball and put points on the board against, you know, what's seen to be a pretty bad defense this year. So that's my fear. Yeah. Yeah. I have similar fears. And I think the biggest one is that this will just be a scheduled loss. Um, Obviously on a five game win streak. Similar to the Timberwolves last night, RIP. Um, but like it just feels like one of those games where they might just kind of poop the bed, especially since Denver is hot. And like he said, they have one of the better defenses the last couple of weeks. And they have I want to say they have nine turnovers in the last two games, which is just pretty nuts. Um, so yeah, they could obviously get into Dobbs head and big fear would yeah, see the whole second half, Josh Dobbs the whole game. Um, because you just kind of feel like that's bound to happen one of these games where he just kind of can't do anything. Um, but obviously if we get JJ back, that would be huge. And if Hawkinson can be involved the whole game, that'd be also huge. Um, but yeah, just feels like maybe a trap game or like a scheduled loss. Would you, do you think JJ's back? I hope so. I feel like if he was questionable last week up until Saturday, then he has a much better chance to play this week, but who knows? I'm gonna guess it's gonna be another no 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 game for JJ. I don't think they're gonna clear him quite yet. I think he's gonna play. Oh, okay. So we got Hayes says yes, I say no, Andrew you say I hope so. So does that count as a you think so? Yes. I saw All some right. videos of him 
and he's he looks to be moving pretty well. All right. I just I listened to his press conference this morning or this afternoon. And like he didn't, I mean, not saying he was going to, but he didn't give any like clear indication he'd be good to go come Sunday. And he just kept saying he's like, I want to be really smart and patient mm-hmm. with this. So that makes me think he doesn't feel a hundred percent yet. Um, but that doesn't mean, you know, maybe he he'll feel great tomorrow. And he's like, all right, good to go. Or maybe he's like super close and he just wants it to be a game time decision. Yeah. But all right. Um, other thing that is fearful and it's more just looking at history. Obviously, every season's different, every team's different. But Russell Wilson is six and one against the Minnesota Vikings, and five and zero oh when he is the home quarterback against us. So I don't like those numbers. Seeing those numbers, but that doesn't mean you know streaks and records are meant to be broken. So let's hope it's more. Uh, that that record is broken rather than uh, our five game win streak here, and that continues to be continues on. Yeah, I Russell Wilson isn't anywhere near the type of player he was when he was with Seattle. Sean Payton is not the head coach Pete Carroll is. This atmosphere in in Denver is not half of what it is in Seattle. All right, a lot of contributing factors that I think. I like that. That's a good, good swing. Good positive swing, Hayes. That's good. Um, all right. Let's do. Shall we do some predictions here? We got some predictions ready. Yes. All right, Hayes, start us off. I got Russell Wilson throwing two or more interceptions. All right. Um. I yeah. I I think the turnovers are gonna come back to haunt the Broncos like they did at the beginning of the season. They're just they're horrible offensively. They they've been outgained um against the Chiefs and the Bills. They won both those games because of turnovers. You don't turn the ball over, you'll win the game. Yeah. Yeah. No, that that's a, a great point. Um who is who is Denver's backup? No idea. Jarrett no Stidham. Stidham. Okay. Uh-oh. So what if Wilson gets hurt? Stidham throws two picks. Hayes, your prediction doesn't come true. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> Whoa. Uh, Andrew, what's yours? My name is Todd Chandler. We'll have over 100 yards and a touchdown on the ground. 100 rushing, 100 rushing yards, yards. Total yards. Rushing. Wow. And a rushing touchdown? Yes. Just this making sure they lead back this week. I can't wait till he gets 190 rushing yards, but a receiving touchdown. <laughs> I'd still be happy. You Good hear. prediction. That would be fun. Again, he he is just a way more fun running back to watch. Yes, he is. Because well, he's so much like more explosive. Oh yeah. yeah. I mean, I think his first handoff uh, last week went for like 10 yards right off the bat, and then obviously again he had the. The pitch out on third down that would have been like a 20 plus yard touchdown that was taken back so i think that's a that's a good prediction fair prediction um i'm going to say the vikings defense will have a season high five plus sacks wow so five or more that's what it means (laughs) 
I love how you you, you thought as if you got me right there. <laughs> but yeah, five plus sacks. Um, the Broncos' offensive line is giving up about three a game, so I'd I'd say let's uh that that pressure continues to get to them, and we get to Wilson five times. Like Hayes said, he doesn't have the mobility he once had. I have the Vikings rushing for 125 or more yards as a team. 120 plus rushing yards. Yes. Good stuff. Good stuff. Bub? No Denver receiver will have more than 50 yards in the game. Check down. Check down. How is that a check down? Check, check, check down. How is that a check down? Well, his pull up. Pull up. Uh, Last pull up. week, uh, Cortland Sutton had 53 yards on eight receptions. Okay. That's more than 50. <laughs> Thank Idiot. you. The week prior, Jerry Judy had exactly 50, so the prediction would not hit. So back to their win streak, they have had a 50 yard receiver in all games. So, like, how's that? Oh. 50 plus. Exactly, which would prove my point on how it's a check down. Andrew, I like that prediction. Thank you. That's a good I one. That was a good one. Um, all right, my my next one here is Greg will miss an extra point or a field goal, which will then result in KOC going for it on a fourth down later in the game. That should have been a field goal opportunity. So does that make sense? So if it's, you know, we're down by four and KOC is going for it, doesn't count. But I'm saying, and like, uh, if more likely than not you had a reliable kicker, the kicker would, KOC will go for it on fourth down when more teams than not would be sending out their, their field goal unit. Okay. Yeah, yeah. KOC will one? go for it on fourth and down in field goal range, is what you're saying. Correct. Okay. But, but Greg Joseph has to yes. miss a kick before. Yep. yep, yep, yep. I don't want it to be a so little check. Greg is, yeah, so if Greg's perfect, then there's no. Then it doesn't count. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. But I'm saying Greg will miss something, and then it will result in, in KOC going for it on fourth down. See, this could kind of be a check down. How? How is that a check down? Greg misses an extra point, and then KOC goes for it on fourth and one from the 20. Yeah, yeah. He, so you're saying the worst kicker in the league will miss a kick, and the Vikings might go for it on fourth down. With a heavy... Okay, what's what's down. your third prediction, since yours have been so so far super exciting? Wilson throws two-plus picks, and we rush for 120. I have uh, Justin Jefferson, 100-plus receiving yards. That's my prediction if he plays. If he is not to play, I just have a defensive touchdown by the Vikings. No, you got to pick one. That's not true. Yeah. Yes, it is. You got to pick one. So you either uh, you're either gonna commit that JJ is gonna play because that's essentially you're throwing in two. an extra one. No, I'm not. Yeah, you you're are. Because you're saying if Jefferson plays, then he's gonna be productive. If he doesn't play, then I'm gonna just throw in an extra, extra guess here. So pick one. Which okay, one? Jefferson's gonna get 100 receiving yards. Sounds good. Andrew, so we agree with are, that. When you two are so evil that you don't want me to get a prediction that you're cheering for Jefferson to get hurt or him not to catch a pass no. to play, I'm going to vomit and just be disgusted by this. Oh, okay. 
I no one cares about care way more much. about JJ getting 100 plus receiving. Doesn't seem like it. It seems like you don't want a Vikings defense a touchdown either. You're sick. No, you you just can't go for two. Yeah, like, at that's the same literally time. it. We just don't want you to get an extra prediction. Andrew, are, are you in a bag? Where are you? Why is it so dark in there? <laughs> Dude, sorry, I don't need the brightest light shined on my ugly head like you. You could just have a lamp like other normal people. I do. Then why do you choose to sit in the there. dark? Also, hopefully the audio is better because it was not great on the last episode. For you or him? For him. Oh, okay. I didn't even notice that. But, um, Andrew, your last prediction here. Yes, my last prediction is that the Vikings will score the most points they've scored this year. So, I mean, what is our most? 31. So you're saying we will score 32 points or more? Yes. All right. Dang. Love that. Um, My last one will be a nice little Dobbs parlay here. You will have 75-plus rushing yards, 200-plus uh, passing yards, and two-plus touchdowns. So I am I'm going the optimistic route that the Dobbs magic continues on prime time. Uh, he seems like a guy that just feeds on this positive energy and this positive storyline, and he's just going to continue to uh, continue to uh, pop off. Yeah, absolutely. I like it. I love it. I love the alopecia king. Um. All right. Wait, what? Alopecia king. Oh, that's the. I thought he said alopecia king. I don't know if you said what. What is? I said I thought you said I'll be shaking after Harrison's prediction. I didn't understand that, but you said if if the prediction hits, I will be shaking all over the place. Me too. Probably in your bed, Hayes. Oh, if we if we win, I'm jumping in your bed and cuddling up and going to bed. Yep. Just mm, yep. Yep. Just so you know. Just so you can prepare. Um, all right. I have a Vikings 24-19 win. One score win. I don't like it. I think Dobbs is gonna do enough. I think Wilson and this offense for the Broncos is a joke. Oh, he's going to embarrass him. It's a blowout. 31-13 Vikings. Ooh, an 18-point dub. Yep. Nice. Definitely the uh, will would be the highest this year. It would. Vikings uh, are going to win by a score of 14-32. Yes. A blowout, like Hayes mentioned. Denver is oh. stinky. Stinky, stinky, stinky. Um, my Alpecian King will go off, and the defense will literally destroy that poopy offense of the team. The Broncos' offense—it's horrible. It's not good. They got lucky last week. They got a twelve-man on defense. They should have missed the field goal, and that touchdown was a three percent catch probability. Just, it's just, it's just disappointing to see that they're frauds. They they're frauds on a win streak. Yeah, we're the real team on a win streak. They're frauds on a win streak. Yeah. Let's hope you're right. Let's hope you're right. Um, the Vikings are not happy that they're not favored. The Broncos it makes being no sense. favored by almost three points is insane. It makes no sense. Dude, that's fine. We don't we, – we never have gotten the um, 
the hype from the media. We don't need the hype from the media. I'm fine with I, it. I Who truly cares? wonder what ESPN would do if Dak Prescott, the Cowboys, LeBron, um, Shohei, and let's just say Aaron Rodgers didn't exist. Uh-huh. I don't think they'd run anything. I, I think it would just be a black screen all day. Well, they they would just find uh, new new guys. Like no. they'd pro- they they would literally just only focus on the Kansas City Chiefs. See, uh, they don't talk about the Chiefs as much as you'd think they would. It's a lot on the Cowboys. They love the Cowboys. They love yeah, but... Ron. They love Aaron Rodgers. The idea that Rodgers could come back. I don't. But, yeah, I don't I've seen so many posts Mike about Greenberg that. On ESPN does not talk about Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. I mean, also Rogers is on every media outlet too, saying something, something quirky and goofy and silly, and that's why it's getting always attraction. Um, but yeah, I mean, just take care of business. Bring this win streak to six, improve to seven and four. I think that will be KOC's twentieth career win already, and just two or a season and a half. Um, oh, that's what I was going to. Was oh, see. you guys want to know something interesting? Yeah, always. Um, Guess how many roughing the passers Daniel Hunter has in his career. So 118 games, 86 and a half sacks. How many roughing the passers? Three. Or, or, or league fines. Three to nine range. Zero. Three to nine. Hayes, what? Zero. He said one. It's actually zero. Yes, yeah, I said zero. <laughs> that is that is wild. So that's just that impressive. Oh, it's incredibly impressive. Um, you think how many fines are given out and how many? Like, like that's so many games to not have one. Yeah. Well, and just like I mean, how occasionally some guys get hit with that call. And it's not roughing the yeah. passer, or it's something that is just very egregious. Um, so the fact that yeah, he hasn't even gotten unlucky, like literally, he's just been that clean where it has like even close calls, or like he hasn't really even put himself in a position to have like close calls be called. So no, that's a that's a very impressive stat. Good find. Thank you. You got any other right, good ones? It. Yeah. Um. um... Kenny Nwangu's aunt is actually yeah. Hayes' birth mom. <laughs> wow. Congrats, Hayes. I don't get it, but okay. <laughs> um, okay. Cool. Hayes, you're looking awfully cute tonight. You both are looking homeless. Oh. Harrison actually does. I'm a little scared for him. How do I look homeless? I'm wearing a hood. I'm wearing the same thing you're wearing. It's a hoodie. <laughs> You just have it's it partially on your head. All right. It's different. All right. Prime time football in a couple days here. Um, who who do the Lions play? They play someone super easy, don't they? They play uh Chicago. Yeah. So But Justin Fields will be back. So teams are gonna wear the their uh throwbacks next Monday night. Very nice. Is that for sure confirmed? Yes. Like the ones we uh open the season in? Correct. They're nice. only one with throwbacks. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so it's time to wear them again so we can be one and one. Sure. 
Okadoka. This is Meet at the Quarterback, a Minnesota Vikings podcast. My name is Harrison. I'm Hayes. I'm Andrew. And Skull Vikes, baby.